Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Will there be a perp walk or not? I can do it. Now, never once thought this was about getting him into cuffs. I mean, some people are very excited about it. Like MSNBC can barely contain their gleeful excitement over the perp walk. The difference in this country and the difference in the justice system that many people navigate, I think a lot of people do want to see, you know, Donald Trump, you know, handcuffed like an episode of Cops of and, and walking out. Walk, and so, right. We want to see a perp walk Donald Trump and well, we may not it, see that. that might happen. It's not going to happen. I don't foresee that happening. Do you guys really foresee that happening? Now, what have I said all along? Their goal is how can we make him go away? What can we do? To get rid of him without doing something. But we got him now. It's like he's uh, he's got him now. I mean, he, look what he's done. I mean, he's, he's got stuff and he shouldn't have stuff and it's all bad. It's evil. And Merrick Garland spoke about it last week. Guys, remember that? Since I became attorney general, I have I made know, clear that the Department of Justice will speak through its court filings and its work. Just now, the Justice Department has filed a motion in the Southern District of Florida to unseal a search warrant and property receipt relating to a court-approved search that the FBI conducted earlier this week. That search was of premises located in Florida belonging to the former president. Oh, what's in there? It's got everything now? They got it all now, don't they? Oh, they do. Chad, you're being an apologist. Actually, I'm not. Again, I've said this over and over again. If he's done something really wrong, nobody else in the world has ever done. Then, then go ahead and get him. But if this is just because you still just don't like him and he's evil and bad, which it kind of feels like. See, if this was the first thing he had ever done and that the press is like the first time we've decided to latch on anything, eh, maybe there's more there there if indeed there is any there there. But the fact that you've been crying wolf forever and a day, at this point in time, you got zero credibility. You know, you don't have any credibility. Is there serious crimes that have happened? The one that's being talked about most is this Espionage Act because it has the word espionage in it. But the truth is that when it comes to potential criminal sentences, uh, the obstruction of justice statute is the one with the most potential prison time. There you're talking about up to 20 years behind bars. So these are not sort of minor crimes we're talking about here. We're talking about the potential for serious felonies yeah it's not happening there's an old saying right you 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 sell the sizzle not the steak what's that supposed to mean you ever go to a mexican restaurant for those of you in the midwest who don't really have any good mexican restaurants and you're sitting there and all of a sudden the fajitas come out and are on that black pan and the sizzle is you're selling that that's what you're selling it's, oh, this noob, 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 but, but at that, but there was one that was super double, triple, top secret. But he said he had classified stuff. Can you prove that he didn't? Eh. Even the New York Times, like, that's eh, where it gets a little murky and vague because you really can't prove that he did or didn't. And, you know, he's the president of the United States and constitutionally gets the power to declassify stuff. What's the super secret one? The super secret one that they have. And it is super secret. Had a lot to do with uh, us picking up potential communications between bad groups of people. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
And it's kind of like all access. That's what it is. So you have secret, right? Like, this is pretty secret. I can't tell you or show you any of these things. You have top secret. And then you have this, this special access, which is like all access. So if you've ever gone to a concert, you'll be like, I got backstage passes. Backstage passes nowadays, they bring you back, right? You go and you sign. They sign a couple things, take a picture with you, and you're on your way. All access is I can wander on the stage at any time and nobody's going to stop me. <laughs> Like, that's all access. I've had all access. It's awesome. It is really cool. Does it solve anybody's problems? Well, they're going to get this guy. Okay, what are they going to get him on? If this stuff was so important, and I said it the day of, why did it? Why are they using the essentially the 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 library? Said you you took my book and you've had it too long. And now we're going to have to send the FBI. Well, Chad, this stuff, what do you think he's going to sell secrets? Is that what he's going to do? Is that, do you think he's really going to sell secrets? Look, Trump is a lot of things. He is, but I, not for a heartbeat, do I think he is cutting deals with other parts of the world to get back at the United States of America. I don't buy it. I'm sorry. I'm a cynic, and I'm just not buying any of that crap. Sorry. So you better have something that's huge because otherwise there's issues. Already nobody believes much of what's going on. They believe that they acted too slow if you're on the left and if you're on the right, what in God's name are you doing? Right? You're never going to get what you want either side. The rest of us are dealing with day-to-day life, inflation, stuff like that. This is loud. Trump is Trump. And the, the, the chasing of him is exactly what it is. But nobody gets a trophy, right, if Trump does the perp walk. Do you really think he's going to do the perp walk? Do you honest to God think he's going to do the perp walk? Yes, I think, he, I think he should, based on all the evil. No, no, no. Based on what? Remember, it's not what you think you know. It's not what you believe happened. It's what you think you can actually go 100%. I can prove this. Do you think he's doing that? Probably not. Probably not. I'm almost 100% sure, like 99.999999% sure that he's not doing that. At the end of the day, what they would like to do is go, hey, here's a great idea. If you decide, eh, I don't want any part of this you know, anymore. I'll step away from running or throwing my, my, you know, my ring, you know, my hat into the ring. Uh, uh, okay, great. You do that and we'll make everything go away. Is that a possibility? Is that kind of deal they could cut? Cause that's really what they want. But if I know Trump and I only know Trump from the fact that I've interviewed him, what a couple times, I think. And the, the reality is, is, is what you see on the television what I know from people that talk to him on a daily basis or every other I don't know if he's going to take that. He might go, okay, let's go. Let's go to court. Try to prove this. We'll see. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, A lot of stuff to get to. I think Craig filling in for me last week. Took a much-needed few days of rest and relaxation. Well, my weekend normally. Took Friday off as well. Just tried to relax. That's all you could do. Just try to relax. And I will say this. So I golfed on Friday. Went out with my pastor. <laughs> right? 
and a couple and another person from church. And I was like, ah, oh, right. Pastor, uh, I think God sees us all the same way here on the old golf course. <laughs> just, just letting you guys know that. That was that was kind of fun. But we were uh we were golfing and we got to like the fifteenth hole. Pretty good day, right? You know, weather, nice. I mean it's August. Right, climate change is crushed. No, it, it's it was it was like a hundred. This is Arizona, just to let you guys know. A hundred in Arizona never happens like this time of year. We last year, I think we had a hundred straight days of almost hundred degrees. So there we were golfing, and we could see it coming. The dust storm, and the dust storm hit us in like the fifteenth or sixteenth hole, and it was a nightmare. Right, I'm spit up the whole time. Finally finished. By the time we hit our last shots into the greens, the first rain drops. By the time we had putted out the 18th, got in the car, heading home, got on the street, calling call the wife, and the, the skies opened up. By the time I got home, it was 75 degrees for the rest of the day in August in Arizona. It was gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. If this, if this is what climate change is all about, I'll sign me up. <laughs> If it's not, well, then we'll talk. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. A lot of stuff to get to today. Inflation. Salman Rushdie. I interviewed him a make. I mean, so long ago. Uh, and it was kind of an off-the-record, like, it wasn't even that. It was just a BS conversation that we were having when I was at Talk Radio UK in London way, 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 way back in the day. Like, just years after... Uh, satanic verses to come out and we're going to talk a bit about that him getting stabbed and uh, you know Iran celebrating but then like we had nothing to do with it just craziness and the the worst it's not parenting I think it was the worst decision for somebody as far as who should watch your child while you're working that didn't involve a child passing away this was spectacularly awful and it is crazy. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show, your Twitter. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp. Many of us could use a little help. You know, if you're going through day-to-day uh, -day worlds, you know the struggles that are out there. Inflation, the stress on you, all of these things. This is where BetterHelp comes in. It's online therapy. It's a great way to support a healthy brain. And uh, it's just, it's amazing what they're able to do. It's online therapy. And this is what they offer. Video, phone, even live chat therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anybody on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. All you have to do is fill out the online questionnaire and you're matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. My, mom, uh, my, 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 my wife brought this to me because well, our stepdaughter, getting in to see anybody was impossible. There were months and months and months and months out. And BetterHelp offered a solution at a price that is so much more affordable. And right now is your opportunity to save 10% and to sign up. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Benson. That's BetterHelp.com slash Benson. You can save 10% off your first month. BetterHelp.com slash Benson. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Chad Benson Show.
need to socially distance while listening to your Chad Benson Show podcast. Four out of five experts say so. I'm a scientist! There is no corona! But hurry, before they change their mind. You know they will. Chad's podcast found on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite COVID-free podcasts. Oh my gosh. I kind of like it, I'm not going to lie. This is the Chad Benson Show. On the one side, you could say, well, if the Justice Department, the FBI, and the federal judge believe that they should do it, then it must be pretty serious. On the other hand, in the absence of you know, more transparency, uh, people are going to continue to jump to conclusions. Larry Hogan, sounding like a man who's running for president, governor of uh, Maryland. It does, right? Like his on the one side and then you know, over here on the other side. And the, he's walking the fine line going, all right, how do I how do I bridge the gap? How do I be that? How can I be that person that can uh, speak to both sides? Right. You know, uh, carry my Democratic card around, but at the same time, not alienate independents and some disgruntled Republicans. He's right, though. There are two sides to this. And that's why, you know, you've got people over, you know, last week you had somebody who decided that he was going to attack the, the, uh, this was it, right? He was on True Social, by the way, talking about how he's going to, I'm going to attack the Cincinnati field office with my, with my gun. It's not really a gun. It's a nail gun. Yeah, but it's going to break the break. It's going to break the bulletproof glass. It didn't. And then, of course, he died. And then uh, you've got people out there screaming for, uh, let's fight. Who are you fighting? Like, what is that about? I will fight somebody. Who? Who are you going to fight? Who are you going to fight that isn't going to put you down fast? You have the army behind you. You have the military behind you. You have none of that. None of that. You're pissed and angry at the government. You're looking around and you're going, ah, they didn't do anything to Hillary, which we all knew was a bunch of crap. If we're going to, you know, look at this thing across the road. You know, I mean, across, across, just across the line and say, okay, what, what, you know, you, you, you erased a bunch of stuff after they told you for years not to use something. But then we find out all of them do it. Hell, remember Colonel Powell? Remember, remember, remember he, he was emailing back and forth with somebody talking about the Israeli nuclear weapons and how many they had, like on a Yahoo account or something. He had a hotmail account. He did. I don't know if he did. So let's just settle, settle down for a second. I don't know if people will, because I just don't think that there's enough people out there to settle down. I just think everybody's so angry and pissed off. Yet there are other things going on. Last week, we passed a bill that's going to cost us God knows how much over time. The Democrats printed and spent trillions of dollars we didn't have, and they unleashed the worst inflation in 40 years. They waged war on capitalism and the energy industry and produced an economic recession. Well, now they're doubling down on these foolish policies. The the more that some people invest in their mistakes, the, the less willing they are to admit them. Yeah, Tom McClintock right there, and I think he's absolutely right about that. 100%. And we're going to dive a little bit deeper into this because inflation is the thing for all the talk about trump and maybe that riles up some of the extremes in the bases the reality is the rest of us that exhausted majority right the tent is full with the people who are part of that exhausted majority a little bit right a little bit left living their life day to day are seeing things continually to stay steady or continuing to rise and those are the things that we need things that we want maybe getting cheaper but the things we need getting more expensive 
We're going to talk about that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. EdenPureDeals.com. Chad B-O-G-O. Chad Bogo. You buy one, you get one. The best air purifiers around. Period. Case closed. End of story. Plug them in. That's all you do. You get them. You take them out. You plug them in on the wall. Super quiet. Never have to get a filter or anything like that. And you just let them do their things. They extro- They just ex- just totally destroy odors. Just, I don't know what it is. They have little machine guns. And the odors are gone. 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 And it's incredible. They don't mask odors. The Oxyleaf Tooth Thunderstorm destroys the odors. So whether you've got a, a problem area, a litter box in an area, you've got kids that are stinky, maybe you've got a couch that uh, yeah, you smoked for years, whatever it is, it will take care of those odors, and it does it fast. And right now, you buy one, you get one. You buy one, you get one. You buy 10, you get 10. You buy 20, you get 20. You see where I'm going with this? How do you get it? You go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use Chad, B-O-G-O, Chad Bogo. Free shipping, EdenPureDeals.com, Chad Bogo. EdenPureDeals.com, code Chad Bogo. Do it now, kids. You will not be disappointed. I promise you that. Chad Benson Show. Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Last week, we uh, passed a bill, like $700 gazillion. Ah, Chad's not a big deal. And uh, it is a big deal because I don't think any of us know what this thing's going to really look like. But we're going to fight inflation. That's what it's all about. It's fighting inflation, which, well, it's just inflation is evil. We know that. Everybody knows that, by the way. No matter what MSNBC says, black, white, gay, straight, native, right, Asian, Hispanic, Latino, whatever. Hey, inflation sucks. It sucks. It's evil. It's bad. And it is. Absolutely, it is. Luckily, though, the Democrats are here to protect us. But 40% of inflation is fueled by fossil fuels. And so what we're doing now is moving forward quickly. I must say not quick enough for some of us, but Mm, quickly toward, uh, you know, a green economy. That sounds great, doesn't it? But it's not quick enough because people aren't getting there like that. Yeah, inflation, because of fuel, it that's a big part of it. There's no doubt about it. But it's not the only thing. And depending on where you look and what you, you're looking at, inflation is driven by a lot of things. Yes, fuel, fossil fuels being one of them. That's Rep. Barbara Lee. But luckily, it's just a word. And it is ultimately going to lead to a reduction in overall inflation, but most importantly, to the budget that people have every single day. Inflation is like a theoretical word that economists use, but what families feel every day is the up or down of costs. Yes, that's it, period. But it's just a word, whatever. Again, words matter sometimes to you, but other times they don't matter. 
What matters is your pocketbook. We're still a pocketbook voting nation. Hope people understand that. A lot of people are like, what do you what do you mean, vote in our pocketbook? It's an old school thing, pocketbook. Think about it, for the younger generation, we're a uh, Apple and Google Pay voting nation. Oh, yeah. Your bank account. If life is good, man, you got a smile on your face. Right? And by that I mean you got a job. You got some money in your bank. You're not living paycheck to paycheck. You can afford to take that time off without the worry of you coming back and going, "Uh uh-oh, did they replace me or they decide they didn't need me? That's that's where we are. It's like the old saying in sports is, winning cures all ills. I mean, eh, winning cures everything. If if we're sitting there and we're on a 12-game winning streak and even if we have a fracture in the locker room, as long as we're winning, that never comes out. Have you ever noticed that when teams start to struggle, that stuff becomes magnif- magnif- magnified, and then it's out everywhere for everybody to see? You never know about it when they're when they're struggling. That whole thing with the Bulls that they came out during the uh, COVID, you just saw that the fact that you know it was Michael's team that wasn't super friendly in there, it wasn't cohesive, it was business. At times, it was. It was not the nicest thing, but you didn't know about that because winning cures all of that. Right now, people aren't winning. They're not happy about stuff. They're angry. They're frustrated. And they're playing games with words. It's called the Inflation Reduction Act. But the Congressional Budget Office, which is nonpartisan, said that there would be a negligible impact on inflation this year and barely impact inflation at all next year. I mean, isn't it almost Orwellian? How can you call it Inflation Reduction no. Act? No, we've actually addressed this. There's more in there that shows that it will have the money. It's, it's making sure that billionaires are paying their fair share, making sure that it's that the tax code is a little bit more fair. And so when you put it in its totality, you will she see that it will it will bring down lower the deficit which will help fight inflation now lowering the deficit would do that but where are you going to get the money where are you going to get it from uh, a lot of people a lot of people case in point you're gonna have to go and get it from other people that aren't making four hundred thousand dollars plus and that's the reality of it yeah i mean uh, you know according to the jct the joint committee on taxation um, $20 billion um, of these uh, funds that will be, um, you know, somehow, uh, you know, sort of given up by taxpayers are going to be from those making $75,000 or less. Look, mm-hmm. at David, no one is saying that the IRS, you know, should have the resources that it needs to do its job. But there are a lot of problems that are plaguing the, the agency right now. Small businesses are fair about this. But giving the IRS $80 billion, there's so many things yeah. broken over here, and specifically focused on compliance, again, specifically means that many small business taxpayers are going to be targeted. There is no right. doubt about that. What? Yeah. you got the IRS coming. You've got more and more people that are looking around and saying to themselves, there's no way that they're going to raise all this money and do all these things just with people make $400,000 or more. And we got a nightmare going on when it comes to inflation. Oh, but it was zero. I get it was zero, except for the part where zero adds up to it being way higher than it was this time last year, especially for the things we need. 
We should be frustrated. We're not winning the way that we should be. Winning. We all want that. I don't want my president to fail. I don't know what he's doing, to be honest with you. I mean, they've passed this bill. That's fantastic. What's it mean? It means, oh, this is going to be great for everybody because we've got all of this money that's going to be out there for great things like, oh, let's see here. Oh, cars. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great, right? All the big tax breaks on cars. So what specifically will this bill do to lower costs for Americans right now? Oh, I, this, this, first of all, immediately, um, people will be able to lower the fuel costs in their home. There's a 30% tax credit that you can claim in 2022 for installing energy-efficient windows, heat pumps, energy-efficient appliances. That is right away. Oh, that's a big winner. I'm going to tell you something about that in a second. That's Jennifer Granholm, the energy secretary. And on top of that, of course, if uh, citizens want to install solar panels on their roofs so that they can generate their own power, that's another 30% tax credit. Um, And, of course, there's the tax credits that are at the dealership for the automotive sector, for electric vehicles. And if you install an electric vehicle charging station in your home, you can also get a tax credit. Wow, lots of tax credits. Read the fine print. And then you find out, oh, very few are going to qualify for any of those things. Well, where's it manufactured? Number one thing. Let's just say you want to buy a car. I spoke to uh, uh, Transportation Secretary Buttigieg last Thursday, and I said 5%. He goes, what do you mean 5%? I said 5% is all of the batteries we make in the United States. And to qualify for your tax credit on these things, that have to be manufactured here. Oh. Yeah, the batteries and whatnot. Most people want Teslas. Teslas doesn't manufacture the batteries here. They have a few places, but they don't, by and large. It's China. Oh, my goodness. It all sounds great, but at the end of the day, again, negligible, expensive. It's a well-to-do. I I said this the other day, and somebody got mad at me. I'm going to say it again, though, because I really don't care. It's a well-to-do white person's thing. Climate change. Not saying it doesn't happen. I'm not saying there isn't issues, but it's a well-to-do white person's thing. Those are the people that get frustrated and upset. Those are the people that want to change. The people that can afford it are fine with it. The people who can afford it, they're not thinking about it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. You know, we are a year removed from that dreadful day that this president right now is really if you go back and you look at when his numbers started to careen was a year ago today is victory day for the taliban they've taken to the streets to celebrate their victory their independence over the american presence here in afghanistan but this isn't the reality of the country for the vast majority of afghans today is a day of mourning for the loss of hopes and dreams and opportunities yeah to say the least a year on And if you go look at his numbers, they started falling, falling, falling. So we're a year removed from that. They have massive issues over there, 60% down as far as their budget. 
Right? So they, they've dropped 60%. They've got nothing coming in. The, the, and, and even when they did, a vast majority, 75% of it, was essentially taxpayers around the globe handing money to Afghanistan, trying to prop up a government that was always going to fall apart the minute the West moved out of there. And then they made strides. A year on? How about women? I sat down with a Taliban spokesman who denies women and girls are being oppressed. Women are being given their rights. Uh, each society interprets the rights of uh, human beings, men, women, children, neighbors, the planet, animals, differently. More than 90% of Afghans no longer have enough to eat. One year after America's withdrawal lapsed into chaos, one year since the Taliban's victory, Afghanistan is isolated, sadder, and hungrier than ever. Yeah. And they're in the midst of a famine that is going to get much worse before it gets better. If indeed it does get better, women's rights do not exist over there. 73,000 or 78,000 that are still over there that we promised to help. Now, we've got 81,000 that we've brought over, but there's far more than that that, that, is, that is still there or have gone to other nations to escape there because they couldn't have a chance to come here yet. It's, it's a debacle. Now, I'm not saying that Trump would have done any better. Or he would have listened to the generals who said, hey, you know what? Maybe we stick around. We just keep a skeleton you know, force of 2,500 soldiers because this place is going to fall apart in, in hours. Maybe he says, okay, maybe he doesn't. He's Trump. On the other side, what did we expect when we pulled out? Did we really expect that they were going to stay strong? They, they, they couldn't even do jumping jacks. They couldn't. This was never going to be something that was going to be long-term. You can't give people something they don't understand and in many cases don't want, which is that freedom, that, 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 that we live in a unique world where only certain parts of our globe have any understanding of what true freedom is. They were never going to get it, not the way that we were trying to do it. You can't nation-build like that. It doesn't work that way. And here we are a year later, and things have not gotten any better. They've gotten far worse. And if you want to go look at the start of the decline of Biden and his presidency, you can point directly to that day, and that includes Democrats who took a nasty view of the way that this thing went down. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us. Still tons of stuff to get to, including a, a hilarious show. Did I watch this weekend out of nowhere? And I, I think it's one of the funniest things I've seen in forever. Talk about that. Salman Rushdie was uh, stabbed. Man, God, he wrote that book all those years ago. And uh, they finally got to him. Talk about that as well. Let's talk about Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. If you know what Rough Greens is, imagine this. Your dog doesn't get everything your dog needs. Your dog needs essential vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, antioxidant, probiotics, omega-3s, all these. Your food that you feed him doesn't do that. Your, fo- your dog's food isn't living food. It's dead food. And that's what Rough Greens is. Supplement goes on top of your dog's food. Uh, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, uh, who has put this thing together, his mission was to improve the life of every dog in America. And with Rough Greens, it's happening. Your dog may struggle from low energy, poor digestion, uh, bad breath, itching, scratching, achy joints and muscles. Guess what? Rough Greens will change all of that. Right now, he wants you to try it for free. That's right. He's so confident in Rough Greens. will prove your dog's health. He's offering a free jumpstart trial bag. 
All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Chad, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Cover the cost of shipping. Get Rough Greens for free sent to you. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yes. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. A person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is the Chad Benson Show. I, I gotta get off this train. It's the second week on top for the Brad Pitt action comedy Bullet Train, earning another $13.1 million. But the bigger news is what the overall box office didn't do. Good morning, aviators. After a summer of high-flying hits like Top Gun Maverick and more, moviegoers apparently spent the weekend at home, resulting in the lowest-grossing box office weekend since February. And with few big-budget debuts on the near horizon, pundits don't expect the drought to end soon. That's because kids are back in school. People's lives are getting back to normal. A lot of people think summer's over. When we were all growing up, our school went like this. Started kind of, uh, you know, Memorial Day was the, oh, we're starting summer. But most of us got out the first or second week of June, and we were out till September. Now kids get out. Some kids get out in April. Some kids get out. A vast majority get out in May. And by late July, early August, they're back in school. So eh, you're not going to see any of those blockbusters like we saw later in the year. And the other thing is, they're trying to figure out, do we release it in the theater for a week? And then is it really a blockbuster? Is it not a blockbuster? I mean, the appetite's there. All you have to do is look at the old Maverick, right? Which I've yet to see. But that's massive. Think about this for a second. Maverick did $1.4 billion. It'll probably finish right around $1.8 billion, give or take. That is without China, which is a vast majority of the box office today. We know that. That's a huge number when you think about the fact that they did not have China. They looked right at China and said, yeah, we're going to keep the Taiwan thing there. Oh, yeah, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty, uh, that's, that, that, that's, that's right, that's right. You're not seeing big movies without, you know, sucking up to China. You're not. And the other thing is streaming. And this weekend, I watched, I think Prey could have easily been a theater release. Kevin Smith, the uh, the director uh, of Clerks and everything, he thought it could have easily been that way. I was reading this, like, he's like, it's one of the best movies I've seen in forever. This should have been in the theater. I agree, but Hulu decided not to. It's still awesome. And I saw Day Shift this week, and it had Jamie Foxx in it. And it had uh, Snoop Dogg in it. Snoop Dogg was really funny. And it had uh, Dave Franco, which is James Franco's little brother. It was amazing. And then I found a new show called This Fool. If you know nothing about it, it is a Hispanic, Latino community, South Central LA, modern times. And the one guy, he works for a place called Hugs, not Thugs. And his cousin gets out and lives with him and his mother and his aunt and his sister and her two kids. And he's just out of jail. 
And it is funny to see it is it is hilarious. The whole hugs, not thugs thing. The group is it, one of the funniest shows I've seen in forever. If I put it up there with what we do in the shadows. So there's plenty to do. The world of entertainment's changed. We know that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. You missed the show. Grab said podcast where other fine podcasts are available. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Is it a crime or is it not a crime? Hmm? Will he go to jail? Will he spend forever in jail? Is Trump going to jail? Is this it? Have they finally caught him? Have they finally got to the point where we've got him now? He's done for. He's ours. Is it a uh, is it a crime? Yeah, it's a fair question, right? I think we can all ask that question. Is it a crime? But uh, are you really uh, putting him in jail forever? Is that is that really what you think you're going to do? But those those were classified documents, were they? There's nothing in the Constitution itself talking about classified information. So the idea, this is not one of those presidential powers that derives from that document. The system of classification is created by law and it applies to presidents as well as regular not people, uh, citizens, lay people, people in the government. Yeah, yeah. Here's who can classify stuff. The people that classify stuff are the people who classify so they may deem something, whatever organization, this is classified, and then they give it, you know, the classification, right? You know, uh, if you reach a certain level here, here, here. Uh, the president, though, he's above all of that. And at any given point in time, he can declassify stuff. And, and it's funny because there's a great article in the New York Times talking about, uh, you know, how declassification works and 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 you know is this is this you know the presidential power can they do there's so much minutia that goes into it you know and then they start well you know this over here this law is that how does it work and and well, but, but he could have broken this like we don't know we're gonna let it play itself out we don't know what they what, what was in there i question i think it's a fair question regardless of the side of the aisle or if you want to see trump rot in hell or if you think trump is the second coming regardless of that it's a fair question to ask is, why did it take you guys 18 months for stuff that you deem so top secret that you had to go into a former president's house with the FBI and the whole nine yard like this? He gave back apparently 15 boxes in June. Now, does Trump like to play games? Yeah. Could he have known there was a lot more there? Does he know what's in these boxes? I have no idea. Do you know? No, no, nobody does. But it doesn't stop people from freaking out and, of course, going crazy and losing their mind. Well, could it be? Could it be a crime? Anything could be. 
It's that book that came out years ago about uh, all the chaos that goes on in the day-to-day world where, you know, the average person commits X amount of crimes a day or a week or whatever it is. And, you know, it's like there's there's so many wacky things out there. Come on. Are we really going to – is this what we're really going to do? We don't have bigger fish to fry? Of course we do. But for politics, well, Trump is it, right? He's the big catch. Adam Schiff and his and his long neck, right? Will never Jamie Raskin will never be able to sleep at night until they catch him. This is it. MSNBC will not be happy until they take him down. And he does the walk of shame. Oh, the difference in this country and the difference in the justice system that many people navigate. I think a lot of people do want to see, you know, Donald Trump, you know, handcuffed like an episode of Cops of and, and walking out. Walk, so, right. We want to see a perp walk Donald Trump and well, we may not it, see it that. Might happen. And it might not. And in fact, I don't think anything will come of this. At the end of the day, what they really want is him to go away. That's what they really, 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 really want. They want him to go away. By the way, his classification system enforced by criminal law, according to uh, several, uh, largely not, for the most part, classification systems about bureaucratic controls, meaning we classify some that you guys can't see because only we're allowed to see it. Mostly, no. And the president, at any given time, and he said, well, you'd have declassified these. I don't know if he did. I don't know how that even works. So nuanced and, and you know, maybe he thinks he did. Maybe he thinks he didn't. I don't know. Now, there's ways that you're supposed to go about doing it. That being said, let's be real. Uh, all out there who love Trump, he has played more than fast and loose with a lot of these things. Could he have committed a crime? Oh, absolutely. Could he have done it in a way where maybe he had no idea what the hell he was doing, that this was going to be such a big deal? 100%. Could this also be another way to maybe use a lost leader to get inside of a place because you think you're going to find something? That's also something. Here's what we know. We don't know everything, and we're not going to know, and the chances of him going to jail, probably slim to none. And Slim, I see, is getting on a ship, getting ready to take off. So, no. End of the day, they would love him to just go away. Could they make a deal where they say, let's charge him with some stuff, unless he promises he won't run? And with Trump, he might just say, screw it, I'm going to run. I don't really care. I'll run. You guys do whatever you think you need to do to me. You do whatever you think you need to do with me. But remember, there's things that are going to go into this. He said, she said, did he or didn't he? Are you going to really be able to find a bunch of people on a jury that's not going to know who, who or what this is about? Mm. You're going to let a judge decide that? Uh, again, lots of those things. When you're talking about evaluating this through a legal prism, the fundamental question is going to be intentionality. How much do they believe that they did this on purpose? Were they intentionally ignoring subpoenas were they literally destroying documents were they concealing because when you're talking about potentially indicting the former president of the united states you have to be thinking about the big picture implications yeah and the big picture implications would be are you ready to see the chaos and the hell that that would cause 
not just on the outside of the loonies out there who are decided they want to attack a field office or the FBI. Let's defund the FBI. Look, the FBI's got a lot of issues. So does the Department of Justice. Because they've become political. And not because the average person in the field is political, but because once you're in D.C., once you... Because remember, those guys, the directors, and all, those people who are in charge... They're, they're not brought in and go, hey, we've interviewed a bunch of people and we thought this guy's the best guy for the gig. That person then has to go where? He's in D.C. or she's in D.C. And what's their job? To play bureaucracy and politics. So to say that it can't get political would be a lie. If he did something wrong, you investigate. If you really think you've got a slam dunk case, then you go for it. But understanding the ramifications of all of the other stuff, from Russia, 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 to continually this and continually that about this person, about that person, and he did this or she did that with Trump. And all of those things are going to come back if you don't get a massive conviction as political and bite you in the ass, and then chaos is going to ensue. And if you're willing to take that risk, which a lot of people think, well, they've already done it now, they don't really have a choice, then have at it. But do you think you're going to really get a conviction? Do you think you want to go down that road? I don't think so. We'll see, though. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. I do. A lot of stuff to squeeze into, including this story about a kid. And I'm not quite sure. (laughs) who the person was that was taking care of them, but the uh, let's just say it was not a good look. All right? That is that is not a good situation. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Simon, uh, Salman Rushdie as well. Uh, luckily, looks like he's going to be fine, but we'll talk a little bit more about that and what Bill Maher had to say. Uh, and again, I find, you know, the fact that it took as long as it did for somebody to really get a pot shot at him or do something is amazing. It's just nuts. Truly, it's crazy times out there. You know what's not crazy? Your inflation hasn't touched? Omaha Steaks. All-American assortment right now and build your own perfect menus. What are they? Two amazing packages, and you're going to save big by using code Benson when you go to omahasteaks.com. We had our steaks this weekend. We had our boneless pork chops on Friday. We're pretty much running out of food. Uh, Omaha Steaks might need a little bit more. With the All-American Assortment, you're going to get the butcher's cut fillets, the boneless pork chops, the air-chilled boneless chicken breast, caramel apple tartlets, and a ton more, plus 12 free Omaha steak burgers, and you're going to save over 50%. The Build Your Own is exactly that. It's the Build Your Own perfect package, right? It's the menu you want just for you, and they're going to throw in 12 free Omaha steak burgers. Summer. The weather, it's still here. It's gorgeous. We're able to barbecue a lot better than we have in the past because the 120-degree heat hasn't been here. 85 at night is gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. We're loving it. Now's your chance to take advantage of it. 100% money-back guarantee. You're going to love this. Naturally aged for the ultimate in tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. And I will tell you this. The flavor, spot on. Right now, go to omasteaks.com. In the uh, little search bar at top of omahasteaks.com, type in keyword Benson, and boom, away you go. Fill your freezer with enough gourmet food to keep your cookouts going strong, strong, strong. Go to omahasteaks.com, keyword Benson in the search bar. omahasteaks.com, keyword Benson. Chad Benson Show.
Welcome to Chad. No, not the country. The institution. The Chad Benson Show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Liftoff. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending. On the old webs of internet. Biggest thing trending on Google yesterday here in America. Uh, soccer. Love it. Chelsea Tottenham. Watch that game. is awesome. Awesome. Will Zalatoris trending big time. Will the Thrill finally got his first victory on the PGA Tour. Took several holes of uh, extra, extra holes to win. And uh, at the end, it looked like both guys didn't want to win, but luckily they gave it to Will. Robin Griggs, soap star, passes away at 49. Six flags. Three people were injured in a shooting at Six Flags Theme Park in Illinois. What? Yeah, big time. Believe that? I haven't been to Six Flags in 35, 40 years. I couldn't even remember that. Oh, goodness me. Head over to uh, Twitter. National Relaxation Day. Trending big time. Everybody just relax, right? 14 FBI. What is this? Jim Jordan apparently has uh, whistleblowers that are coming uh, forward. So the Department of Justice uh, is, you know, evil and bad and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. It's just all a bunch of wackiness and craziness. Taliban celebrating today. It's been a year since we left there going, what the hell was that for? After spending 20 years in Afghanistan. And they are celebrating by laughing at us, all the while starving their own people and uh, basically descending into chaos. So have fun with that. It's amazing. really is. Just sad. Lots of immigration stuff boiling out there. Because I don't know if you guys are aware of this. We are not good at immigration. Unless, of course, you think immigration is, well, you know, don't do anything. If that's your immigration plan, then we're solid at it. If it's not your immigration plan, well, then guess what? Maybe you should start thinking to yourself, well, we need a better plan. We have no plan. We have zero plan, and we've seen that. I have spoken to the mayor, uh, Doug Nichols, on numerous occasions of Yuma, talking about what a nightmare it is, how they're getting no closer to doing anything. You know, we sent, I don't know, a few thousand to D.C., right? And by we, I mean, you know, the governors of, you know, Arizona and in particular Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're done. On the other side of things, we send like 50 to New York, and you would swear that they're like, I don't know what we're going to do. We got 50 of these people here. What are we going to do with them all? Really? And there's no end in sight. It just keeps getting worse. A DHS source telling Fox News in the last 24 hours alone here in the Del Rio sector, there have been almost 2,000 illegal crossings. Case in point, take a look at this video we shot early this morning just after sunrise of a large single group of about 150 people who came across all at once. And of those nearly 2,000 illegal crossings, that source tells us only 373 people were expelled via Title 42. That is only 19% of what came across. Yeah, you guys do realize that they got rid of the remain in Mexico. So now everybody gets to just, for the most part, hang out. That's it. 
And it's, oh, it's all Mexico. No, it's not all Mexico. In fact, it's, it's probably, I would say, uh, I wouldn't say a vast majority, but I'd say a, a fairly large majority of people uh, aren't coming from Mexico at this point in time. Most of the people crossing here are single adults from Cuba, Venezuela, and Nicaragua, and they are not subject to Title 42. It is not being used on those countries. These migrants know that, so they are coming here in mass knowing they will likely almost all of them be released into the United States after they are processed by Border Patrol. We've been seeing elderly folks with a lot of pregnant women. We're no longer seeing those big family groups like we saw last summer. You can see from the video, it is almost all single adults. And yeah. How do we fix this? How do we fix this? Because nobody's interested in fixing it. Not anybody I could see. They, they, they love the, the, the chaos. That's where their money's made. And by that, I mean politicians. Their money's made in chaos. Their money's made in the problem. You know, if you're in the private sector, it's don't bring me a problem, bring me a solution. If you're in the public sector, it's let's find this problem and let's milk it dry. Let's do everything we possibly can to keep it going. Let's raise gobs of cash on it. Let's get elected over and over again on it. Let's never fix any of the problem and that's all too often we got it. And immigration is the perfect example of that take a look at this video we shot yesterday this was another group of about 200 that crossed illegally all at once once again same thing predominantly single adults from those those same three countries venezuela cuba nicaragua every now and then they'll have people mixed in from around the world from african countries asian countries as well uh but just since october here in the del rio sector there have been almost 400,000 illegal crossings just to put that in perspective for you that's a population bigger than the city of New Orleans. Soak that in for a second. That is unsustainable. And think about all of the people along the border, all of the nonprofits, all of the churches, all of the groups that are trying to handle all of this stuff and the pressure that is on them. I've seen it firsthand. It is absolutely crushing them. We need to do something. Unfortunately, we do not have the people in place or the will of those people to do anything. It's the Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. My goodness me. If you live in uh, California, in particular Sacramento area, just there's nothing you can do to stop it. The world's biggest flood is coming, according to researchers. That's right. Nah. Because of the mega drought, uh, you know, all the other stuff, right? Constant threats of wildfires, earthquakes. It's coming. It's coming. It says extreme weather, month-long storms could bring feet of rain in some places more than 100 inches to 100 miles of california similarly unrelenting storms have happened in the past before the region became home to tens of millions of people tens so let me ask you this if it has happened in the past 
what makes you think that whatever it is that we're going to do is going to stop it and that we're the sole cause of any of it? That's just a fair question, right? It's like the whole thing with Trump. If, if, if this stuff was so, so wanted and needed and so dangerous for it to be out there, why did it take 18-plus months for you guys to go, we should probably go get that? Just questions. I think they're fair questions. Oh, man. Massive flood. So please, please, please get out of there if you're in Sacramento. <laughs> Many of you who tweet and text at me, you're trying your hardest to get out of there every single day. Uh, last week, while we were, uh, while I was gone, uh, Salman Rushdie was attacked. Now, Salman Rushdie really is a, uh, he came to fame over a and the guy had written books he'd written several books but the book that brought him to fame was a book called satanic verses oh, yeah. Yeah. which i would be interested if this came out today if the book satanic verses came out today about islam if this was something that 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 came out would anybody even touch it? Would there be anybody in the world that had the cojones enough to touch it? I don't think there would be. I think everybody's too too terrified. I think they would uh, run and and hide and get nowhere near. And by the way, I'm sorry, it's Sir Salmon Rusty. I just don't think anybody would. And Satanic Versus was, I mean, it was a huge issue at the time. It was a massive, and it was the fourth novel that he had done. And essentially, using elements of the magical realism interlaced with a series of subplots that are a narrative as a dream visions experienced by one of the protagonists, the frame narrative, like all the other stories, is he's an Indian expat in contemporary England and it goes through all the stuff that has to do with yes Islam fundamentalism a lot of different things that, that play into it and it was not well received <laughs> by the likes of Khomeini and many in the Islam world they put a fatwa on him they wanted him dead so over the week you know Friday he goes and he's given a speech and he gets stabbed. What? Yeah, he gets stabbed. And not just kind of stabbed. Like a couple weeks ago, we had that, that GOP person who was running for Congress. The guy came up to him and was like kind of going to stab him. And I was like, no, this was a stabbing and assassination. Authorities describing the brazen attack as an apparent assassination attempt, allegedly by Hadi Mutlar, a 24-year-old man from New Jersey. Mutlar arrested after being tackled on stage by several people attending the event. Rushdie's 1988 novel, The Satanic Verses, was considered blasphemous to Islam by Iran's then Grand Ayatollah Khomeini. Investigators say Mutlar has shown strong indicators of ideological support for the Iranian regime, which had targeted Rushdie for death more than 30 years ago. Yeah. 
and uh, it got ugly. They stabbed him a bunch of times, probably going to lose his eye. It was it was a situation where I think a lot of people thought the, the 75-year-old was going to die because of it. The family of Salman Rushdie say they are relieved that the famed author is off a ventilator and able to speak. His son, Zafar, writing, though his life-changing injuries are severe, his usual feisty and defiant sense of humor remains intact. Authorities say the 75-year-old Rushdie was about to speak at the Chautauqua Institution when 24-year-old Hadi Muppa rushed the stage, stabbing him at least 10 times. Yeah, and one time in the eye, he's probably going to lose that eye. Uh, He was on a ventilator. It was an ugly, ugly, horrific situation. Uh, And, of course, it brought up, well, a lot of memories. People are pissed. I'm surprised it took this long. I'll be honest with you. You see what happens with Charlie Hebdo, with many of these other, you know, uh, people out there who dare to do anything to offend Islam. You know, um, countries are afraid to, and and what would happen. Uh, Bill Maher. Uh, who is a friend of Salman, uh, came out and, uh, well, that's Marsh words. Good friend of this show, got stabbed, Salman Rushdie. He was stabbed by someone named Hajj Hadi Matar. We don't know the motivation yet, but Sal did have some enemies in the past, as I recall. So I'm guessing Hadi is not Amish. <laughs> Sal was in Chattaqua. He was giving a lecture. How about this for irony? about how the U.S. is a safe haven for exiled writers and other artists under threat of persecution. Making that speech itself is unthinkable in most Muslim countries. Yeah. Think about that. He's there to talk about freedoms and how you can go there and you can write stuff in a nation where we're trying to shut down writers all the time. Um, You know, look, everybody screams and yells, but let's be real. I mean, that's, oh, he heard my feelings, didn't like that. I mean, but this guy has a, there's a difference between you know, and 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 Salman Rusty said it. Apparently, he goes, "No, no, words are not violence. Violence is violence, and that is true. That is absolutely true." He got stabbed ten times. He's going to lose his eye. Given a speech about the freedoms and the opportunities in this country to be able to come here, exiled because of where you would write would persecute you. Salman Rushdie living in most Muslim countries without getting stabbed every day is unthinkable. So don't come at me with Islamophobic. Phobic means fear. Well, Sal had a good reason to be fearful. And when you say phobic, it's just a way to shut off debate. You know, the transphobic, Islamophobic, and we should have a debate about this. Sorry, but Islam is still a much more fundamentalist religion in the world. And that means has been dangerous for a long time. It's still dangerous. Yeah. Oh, my God. How dare you? And I like it. I said, just don't come at me with that. Don't come at me, bro. Don't come at me. This was 1989 when he was first threatened. You know, they say we have a long memory. We got, just got Al Iwan Al Zawahiri. We were bragging about, well, you can't get away from. They have a long memory, too. Yeah, they do. It's going to be fine. But it's it just, just the circumstances where he was speaking what he was speaking about and how it took place just crazy 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 and something he did in you know i mean they tried to cancel him from what three decades ago that's their version of canceling three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson show is your twitter tweet at us text the program i will say this uh Vet your babysitters better?
is probably the best way to describe this. This looks like any other kid roaming a gas station aisle. He takes a swig of his drink in one hand and carries snacks in the other. Take a closer look and you could see this six-year-old's blue drink is a Smirnoff ice. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. So a kid rolls into this like uh, this little marathon store. He's pounding a Smirnoff ice. He's six. He's six. Six years old. It's a little early for drinking. First of all, he's day drinking. I don't know. He's got some problems. Secondly, uh, six seems a bit early. You know, I mean, maybe he's European. No, I don't think so. Olivia Eversall was working at the Hanover Township Marathon Friday night and spotted the little boy after he hopped out of this car. And he's drinking a beer in the parking lot. And well, my, my co-worker was like, is he drinking a beer? And I look and I was like, oh, he is. The child even offered some to a customer, employees said. So I opened the door and I said, um, you know, do you know that you're drinking a beer? And he said, yep, this is me and my mommy's favorite beer. We drink it all the time. So I just instantly, I knew, like, give me my phone. I'm calling 911. Eversol tried to keep the child occupied until deputies arrived. And I said, you go shopping, get whatever you want. I'll buy it. Oh, well, well, sold on a second here. I like how he tried to offer it to somebody else. He did, too, in the video. He's like, hey, you want some? I like drinking by myself. <laughs> Kids pounding a off ice in the middle of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder how this ends. The boy ran to the car, returned without the drink, and started putting items on the counter. And he got donuts, um, some candy, and some toothpaste and mouthwash and said he was super excited to use it. When deputies arrived, the woman in the car, later identified as Victoria Hampton, reportedly said it was an accident. They left. Deputies then went to her home nearby on Lakeside Drive, where, according to a police report, they found the same child on a scooter in the middle of the road with another Smirnoff in his hand. Hampton was arrested. I just wanted to take him home. I was like, I'll take care of you, you know, just because it's, it's not his fault. It, it hurt my feelings really bad. Yeah, so uh, not a shocker. <laughs> He's out there on a the scooter still day drinking. It's like, I got to go, guys. This is just a tough day. So the dad comes home, and it's actually apparently a family friend or somebody who was down on her luck and uh, was helping to watch him, and he had no idea what was going on. Uh, I, again, like, what the hell is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Would you like Smirnoff Ice? I'm six. Over rocks? <laughs> I mean, I don't... Producer Phil, have you ever had a Smirnoff Ice? I do not drink. I've never had a drink in my life. No, have I've you never ever had, had one. Yeah, so you've never even had one. Like, at first, they're like beer. I'm like, what kid would like beer? Everybody I've ever talked to is like, man, beer's kind of gross at first. I'm like, well, that's weird. But I guess you grow to like it because it numbs the pain. Does he, does he, I just couldn't even imagine just what? <laughs> like, what am I seeing right now? And he's day drinking. And he's day. And the fact that they let them go originally is also kind of shocking. But we'll follow them and see what goes on. Okay. Oh, my goodness. That's not a good start. I would say this. I don't think it, it, it ends really well for the kid in the future. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe this doesn't go great. Like, he's not off on the best foot, uh, and usually, you know, 
like AA is kids going to be an AA at six. Crazy. Three, two, three, five, three, eight, 24, 23 at Chad Benson show is your Twitter tweet at us. Text the program. A lot of stuff to squeeze into climate change causing our kids to be fat. What? Talk about that. You know what? Kids. Let me tell you something about my kids. They uh, believe they're chefs now because of HelloFresh. First of all, HelloFresh, delicious. Right now, they got amazing, incredible, uh, limited edition. Taste of summer recipes, market selections. Now, so th- what are these? Well, you're going to get the best of the best. I've had everything from incredible burgers to amazing pasta. I mean, it depends on the night and what my kids feel like making. But, man, they are they think they're chefs. They're even starting to draw on the, the plates like they do on the TV, Because especially my, my stepdaughter, Lily, who loves. She thinks she's a chef because she watches all those shows. That's how easy it is. The food is incredible. It is absolutely amazing. Restaurant-worthy taste. I love it. Eat it every day. Portioned perfectly. And you get tons of complimentary sides and desserts. Right now, HelloFresh is going to give you not one, not two, not three, 16 amazing meals that are free across seven boxes plus three free gifts. You can do everything from your app. It's got 55 weekly options, so you can choose what you're looking for, how you want to tailor it to your taste, which is what I had to do. A lot of mushrooms, mushrooms and I don't really agree. The beauty of what this is all about is you tailor it specifically to you, and I love that. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. That's Benson16. 16 free meals across seven boxes plus three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. HelloFresh.com slash benson 16, Chad Benson Show. I used to be free. I am not a terrorist. I am not Antifa. I am not a sex slave that wears masks. (gasps) Don't be a cutie pie. Probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. You're ruining my life, bud! You You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Ah, TikTok. A Cook County Sheriff's officer approaches an abandoned Kia vehicle on the expressway and quickly determines it was stolen. The latest in what authorities say is an alarming trend of stolen Kia and Hyundai vehicles following social media posts showing how to start these cars without a key. The TikTok challenge uh, is just basically teaching people how to do it, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, pretty crazy. TikTok challenge. The new challenge is steal a car. What? That's the latest challenge? Oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Cook County Sheriff Tom Dart has written to social media companies asking them to take down these posts. He says there were 74 thefts of these cars in July and part of August a year ago. This year, there have been 642, an increase of 767%. Quinn Cunningham from Illinois had his Kia stolen from a parking spot outside a Milwaukee restaurant. I ran outside and my back windshield was just ripped off, pulled off the ground, just laying there, and it kind of clicked. Like, my car's probably stolen. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. But the good news is they didn't break anything to do with your, your, you know, your steering wheel or any of that in there. They just they figured it out uh, with the old cell phone because of TikTok. 
Park Forest chief says nearly all of the suspected thieves have been young teenagers. They're basically just taking the cars, joyriding, uh, oftentimes committing other crimes in those cars, and then dumping them. Oh, my goodness. That's where we are in the world, kids. That's, that's where we are. That's the TikTok steal a car challenge. What did it start out with, right? Like, we've all had these challenges. And then with TikTok, though, it's just gotten weirder and weirder. Was it steal something from school or wreck something at school? Then it was, what, like, slap a teacher day. And now it's like, <laughs> commit grand theft. What a weird challenge. It used to be, I dare you. Now it's a challenge. I dare you to steal this car. Now I challenge you. To steal this car. I challenge you to thieve this car. Oh, thievery, you say. Luckily, TikTok, I can't say no to you. I was reading something the other day that, yeah, the entire Communist Party essentially has full access to everything when it comes to TikTok. When it comes to, is it, uh, you know, uh, this, like the entire massive uh you know even though america is supposed to have their own version of tiktok that is like a, a subsidiary that they're not supposed to have they have full access to everything and they're helping push our kids into even dumber things which is not helping us at all three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson show is your twitter tweet at us text the program loving from all of you missing the show grab the podcast where podcasts are available to Chad Benson show. This is the Chad Benson show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Oh, do they have him? Is this it? Is Trump going down? How many times have we heard that? Well, is he? I don't know. I'm not a party to this. I don't know what's in any of these things. We're going to let this sort itself out. What do I think is going to happen? I'm going to give you my uh, 50 cent viewpoint. Uh, they don't want him around. They want him gone. They just want him not to be a part of it anymore. Here's one thing about Trump, and I and I said this. He upset everybody's apple cart. It wasn't just the Democrats and, and the political you know, establishment. It was the Republicans as well. He upset the apple cart. And now, well, they're, they're going to have another crack at it. Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't exactly know what's going to happen. I couldn't tell you. But I do know that they want him gone. They would like him as far away from from anything as possible. And this is yet another situation. And it's a fair question to ask, hey, why did it take you almost two years to get to a point where you decided you're going to come after him? He gave you stuff in June. If it was that important, you should have gotten it, you know, a couple hours after he left. Whoa, whoa, stuff's missing. I mean, if it's that important, right? Like, if it's that super secret important, 
then you should have got it much earlier. And using the, you know, the archives to, to come and get it, it's like having a library and serve a warrant. <laughs> Wait, what? But my, yeah, yeah, just roll in there with the Dewey Decimal thing. Show them. Show me you mean business. What? I don't wait. What? When will we find out? What will we find out? What's all in there? I was happy that they did uh, come out and unseal the uh, the uh, documents for the, on the search, uh, and I think it was a step in the right direction. But I think we still have a lot of un- unanswered questions. Yeah, Larry Hogan. There, we have a lot of unanswered questions. First of all, is it a crime? And let's remember. You and I, we got crimes. We always say, nobody should be above the law, please. Let's stop with that baloney. You and I know there are people that aren't so much above the law, but they can maneuver in ways that we just can't as the average person. And that's understandable. They're in a different position when it comes to certain things, uh, you know, they're privy to and things that they do. I mean, my God, the CIA talk about, you know, this government has, has gone against our Constitution on how many occasions? Please just, you know, point out, go look at all the times they've spied on all of us for whatever reason. So let's just slow our roll when it comes to that. Uh, But is it enough to put him away? That's what people want to know. Are they going to do the walk, man? Is the walk going to be there? Are they going to come? Are they going to arrest him? Are they going to drag him out? He's going to have his head down, right? And, you know, the pictures, is is that going to happen? Is that going to be there that's what people want to know the difference in this country and the difference in the justice system that many people navigate i think a lot of people do want to see you know donald trump you know handcuffed like an episode of cops of and, and walking out walk, so, right we want to see a perp walk donald trump and well, we may not it, see it that might happen. yeah it might probably not going to happen i would dare say it, it, it isn't going to happen it could it absolutely could it also couldn't you're setting up a very dangerous precedent where the departments of these things already feel like they're politicized people don't actually buy into a lot of the crap that's being sold on on more than a few occasions here you have seen that maybe just maybe they've overstepped their boundaries or made people feel like eh, i don't know if i could trust you anymore on the one side you could say well if the justice department the fbi and the federal judge believe that they should do it then it must be pretty serious on the other hand with in the absence of you know more transparency uh people are going to continue to jump to conclusions yeah larry hogan there who sounds like he's running for president as so many people are putting their kind of they're dipping their toe into the water some of them are, are they've got their hat in hand and they're spinning it around getting ready to throw it in the ring uh, yeah he feels like somebody who's who's ready to do that trying to walk that fine line of uh i, I want the democrats i need them that's who i am at the same time uh, i need the republicans and i need disgruntled uh, republicans and independents but if you're think about this for a second if you're if you're a democrat and you listen to the show and not one of these people that just listen to the show so you can send horrible tweets and texts because you're just you're so tired. But if you're somebody who listens to this, how would you feel? Did you scream and yell when they went after Hillary on Benghazi and all this other stuff? Yeah, because I thought it was stupid. Put yourself in the position of what's going to happen here in the future. Flash forward six months. 
Democrats out of power. They don't have the House anymore. What kind of investigations do you think are going to go on when it comes to Biden and Hunter Biden? Do you think that's going to be good for the country? And that's where we've gotten to. We don't need that. We don't want that. But that's unfortunately where we are. Now, could it be a crime? Will he go to jail? All of those kind of things. Uh, You know, I mean, you got to prove it. The Espionage Act says that it isn't about the classification level of the documents. It's about their removal, especially if they relate to national defense. So even removing documents related to national defense from the White House, bringing them to the former president's residence could constitute a violation or a crime. Ooh, espionage, the big word there, espionage, 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 because you're selling the sizzle, not the steak. That word espionage, espionage, that's a big word right there. That's a word people pay attention to. Because it's it's big, it's bold. But can you get a conviction? Are you do you really do you honestly think? One of my good buddies who is uh, I would say a Trump hater said to me over the weekend, "Look, Trump is a lot of things, but a spy and somebody who would go against this country? Nah, nah, I don't buy that one. You better come up with something." Because we have too many people out there who are screaming and yelling and doing stupid things. We have people showing up here in Arizona at the FBI offices. Increasing anxiety about threats to law enforcement. In Arizona over the weekend, a small group of Trump supporters, some armed, gathered outside the Phoenix FBI office. Yeah. And you got people screaming to defund. You have a guy attacking yesterday at the Capitol. We'll figure out what that was all about. But you had a guy last week in Ohio attack one of the, uh, you know, one of the offices there from the FBI with a nail gun. Going around you know, on the truth, truthing or whatever the hell you call it. We call it tweeting in the regular world. But, you know, truthing, talking about what he was going to do, like laying it out. This is what I'm going to do. Saying that his, he's going to shoot his nail gun through the FBI office. That's bulletproof, the windows and the glass. And apparently that was going to shatter it. And then I don't know what he thought he was going to do from there. Uh, but it, it ended poorly for him, uh, as as you would think. And you've got people that are not quite understanding that so much of this is kabuki theater. And they're going to take things to the extreme. A handful of Republicans this week publicly criticizing members of their own party, calling for calm and patience. Maryland's Republican Governor Larry Hogan telling ABC's Jonathan Carl he thought DOJ's move to unseal the warrant was a step in the right direction for transparency. Anytime you're uh, being investigated for espionage and obstruction of justice, uh, that's I don't I'm, that, that's very serious. Republicans want more information from the Justice Department about why they sought this search warrant right now. Was there evidence that made this urgent? But it is unclear if the Justice Department will volunteer information like that. Yeah. But cooler, calmer heads need to prevail. You know, when I play uh, soccer and I played at a high level, there will become. Yesterday was a perfect example. I watched uh, Tottenham Chelsea, uh, two big teams in London, two of the bigger teams in the world. And it got heated and ugly. In fact, the coaches almost came to blows on a few occasions. This is where the referee stands up 
and really says, hey, both of y'all get your asses over here. And you bring the captains and the coaches and say, this is the way this is going to go. We're going to get this thing sorted out in a right way where you guys are going to play. It's fine to play hard. But if it starts to boil over the way it could boil over, I'm going to throw everybody here out of the game. We're going to finish the game two-on-two if we have to. And I think we need some of that right now. Some, we need that referee to stand up. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens dot com slash Chad. How about a free bag of Rough Greens? The best thing I've ever done for my dog, Doodle. You will love it. Sent directly to your house. You cover the cost of shipping. Dr. Dennis Black, who wants to make sure that every dog in the world is healthy and happy, he created Rough Greens. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food, and bam, away it goes. And it is awesome. My dog Doodle is happier and healthier. His hips don't hurt. His joints don't hurt. He is just living his best little life. And I know he's on borrowed time because he's way older than he should be. But you know what? The reality is without Rough Greens, he'd have been gone a long time ago. Try it for yourself. It's free. You cover the cost of shipping. You're going to get a two-week jump start. Thanks to Dr. Dennis Black. RUFFgreens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Try your free bag of Rough Greens today. Roughgreens.com slash chat. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. It's been one year since this. We discuss it next. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Whether in the office or remotely, most Americans still work a traditional daytime job, although... There are people that love to work the midnight shift. Brain performance coach Lee Richardson says those people adjust over time. For those who stay up past their personal bedtime, the brain changes. It increases your risky behavior. Like drinking, gambling, driving recklessly. You look back the next day and you go, oh, what was I thinking? Why did I do that? Because you ignored your body clock. Yeah, I don't even know what my body clock is anymore. My little one woke me up this morning, uh, even early for me, and so I just cruised in. I've, I went to bed about 9.30 or so, and uh, was up at 1 on my way to work. Got here about 2 o'clock, and uh, uh, just going to do my thing. You know, that's what it is. I thought I might as well just get on there. I have never been that way as far as sleep. My mother always laughs. Uh, Charlie's very much like me. She's not a big sleeper. But it is... Uh, uh, I always ask my doctor about it, and he used to tell me, look, it is a, uh, some people just have this weird gene that sleep is not something that they need completely. My body will tell me, Chad, it's time for a nap. I'll go take a nap. You know, but it doesn't, it's not a, uh, uh, just because, you know, in the middle of the day and I've been going for 14, 15 hours straight at it hard, you know, doing all my stuff. I never been one of those guys where I could just go lay down and take a nap and I'll fall asleep. I tried that here. So in between all my shows and my voiceovers, I have this giant like moon pillow and I thought, oh, I'll pull it into the to my studio, turn out the lights and try to take it. I just couldn't. I just sat there and do 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 So I said, you know what? I'd rather be doing something. I would. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Hope you are doing well on this most fabulous day and it is fabulous darling because we're alive we're well and that is a uh, uh that is a good thing right just that is a good thing remember where we were a year ago and we're a year removed since this day and here we are 
we're out of Afghanistan, and the mess is just really starting to surface in ways I don't think people really believe. Today is victory day for the Taliban. They've taken to the streets to celebrate their victory, their independence over the American presence here in Afghanistan. But this isn't the reality of the country. For the vast majority of Afghans, today is a day of mourning for the loss of hopes and dreams and opportunities. Yeah. And how bad is it? Well, let's talk about the Afghan government. 2022 budget, 60% down from its level in 2020. Prior to 2021, the government was relying on foreign aid for 75% of public spending. Basic household goods, inflation's at a uh, 52% year-on-year per capita income down to about $375, its lowest level in over a decade. And we can go on and on. They are close to being in a position in certain areas where they are absolutely in a... uh, A horrific, and I do mean horrific, famine. It's that bad. So, humanitarian. Let's take a look at the humanitarian side. You know, okay. Severe drought, yep. Left 24 million Afghans uh, in need of assistance. Taliban promised lots. What have they done? Eh, Nothing. They have cracked down on the media. Arbitrary arrests. Executions of dissidents, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and there's tons of refugees. We we've brought eighty-one thousand here. There's still seventy-three or seventy-eight thousand that are out there waiting to try to get out of there. And then you look at it from our side, the side where Biden has to look at things. And lo and behold, kids, it isn't pretty for him at all. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So after the fall of Kabul. He took a precipitous drop, and it has continued downward. Overall, his drop was tremendous, and it wasn't like he was killing it, but it really started, I think, this, this, uh uh-oh, what's this guy about? And then the Republicans, we don't care about me, but, you know, overall, he he has fallen with independence and within his own party. And the questions continue to surround, you know, circle around whether or not he's even going to run again or should run again. But this is if you want to point to one specific time and issue that truly was the start of something with this presidency, it was what took place in Afghanistan. There is no doubt in my mind that was a huge, massive issue that really started people asking serious questions about this presidency, his whether or not he was capable of doing the job. And and it wasn't going to be easy. I don't care if Trump was the president. I don't care if Bush was President Obama. Trying to get out of that hornet's nest wasn't easy. Now, would any of them have listened to the generals and the powers that be that said, hey, we need to keep some over there? That I don't know. But I know one thing. He didn't. And man, what a mess. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Coming up, little inflation talk. You know, we touched throughout the show, but, you know, let's be honest. Inflation is still the number one driver of what we're probably going to go to the polls for in the coming months. On top of that, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, oh, I don't know, something that happened in Miralago last week, which is still capturing the the hearts, the minds of people in America. Talk a bit about that as well. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show. 
Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. You know, for all the talk of, uh, you know, Trump, 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 Trumpity, Trump, 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 Trump. And uh, we'll get back to some of the Trumpity, Trump, 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 Trump stuff here in a second. Here's the reality. Uh, the rest of us are going on about our lives. If you aren't a fan of Trump, well, you weren't a fan anyway, so it doesn't really matter. If you are a fan of Trump, maybe you're losing your mind, you're upset, you're, 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 you're plotting to do whatever, attack a FBI you know, an FBI facility with a nail gun. That guy was spectacular, wasn't he? He really thought, I could break the glass with this, you idiot. Did not end well for him. Uh, but the rest of us are also getting on with our lives in other ways, like, I don't know, paying for things on a day-to-day basis. Because, well, life is expensive, as you well know. Trust me, I know. Here, you, I'll tell you guys something here. I'm going to take the kids. We're thinking about going to Disneyland. Uh, I'm going to go before Charlie. Charlie's really into Disney right now, which is was great. Jack wants to go. Lily, my my uh, middle stepdaughter, uh, you know, the youngest of the step the step kids. She is. Uh, her and I are very tight, but she's not. She's not really thrilled by the Disney because she wants to do bigger rides, right? So she's like, I'd really go to Knott's Berry Farm. So, uh, we'll figure something out. But I was looking. So two-day pass for Disney. How normal people live their lives is beyond me. And I'm pretty fairly normal. But I'm just talking about the... But I'm blessed. I, I recognize that. And we're very blessed. To, you know, we, we, got, we, we bought the house at the right time. And it's like, you know, our mortgage is virtually nothing. We're, we're very blessed. But the reality is, is for like the, the amount of time we're going to go, which is two days, it was like 3200 bucks. How do people do it? Inflation? Crazy. Disney crazy, but on an everyday thing when I go to the store, it's crazy. So last week with everything going on, the fact is we we passed once again another trillion dollar, let's spend a whole bunch of money, but it's going to cut everything. And the CBOs come out and, and, you know, so here's the big inflation. We're going to fight inflation. We're going to beat it. We're going to fight it. We're going to beat it. We're going to fight it. We're going to beat it. That's what we're going to do. Are we? Are we really? What does the CBO actually say? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, according to the JCT, the Joint Committee on Taxation, um, $20 billion um, of these uh, funds that will be, um, you know, somehow, uh, you know, sort of given up by taxpayers are going to be from those making $75,000 or less. Look at David, no one is saying that the IRS, you know, should have the resources that it needs to do its job. But there are a lot of problems that are plaguing the the agency right now. Small businesses are fair about this, but giving the IRS eighty billion dollars, there's so many things yeah. broken over here, and specifically focused on compliance. Again, specifically means that many small business taxpayers are going to be targeted. There is no doubt about that. Yeah, Karen Kerrigan there talking about yes, yeah, small business. Right, the CBO kind of goes against it. it's only going to be four hundred thousand uh, dollars. You know, as far as the taxation's going to go in this, it's a bunch of crap. You know it, I know it. You and I both know none of that is real. That every time they say something's going to cost something, it ends up costing a little bit more, and we have an out of touch 
group of people in D.C. goes on both sides of the aisle of what life really costs, what 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 the day to day thing is that's going to cost people. So this is Barbara Lee. Uh, she is a uh, buckety buck in the world of politics, and uh, you know, very excited about uh, you know the the chance. I mean, she's she's a rep, right? Seriously, this is a person who is a actual representative when it comes to us as a country. Talking about all the amazing things that are going to come from this incredible thing, and I would like to think some amazing things are, but I have a feeling what ends up happening is negligible at best, cost us money and more time and hassle. But also, I think what we also need to recognize is that it does reduce inflation. And I didn't realize this until we started negotiating, working on this, but but 40% of inflation is fueled by fossil fuels. And so what we're doing now is moving forward quickly, I must say, not quick enough for some of us, but mm, quickly yeah. toward, uh, you know, a green economy, creating good paying jobs. And I hope that our communities know that these jobs that and wind and solar and all of the energy efficient jobs that are going to submerge emerge out of this with our small minority and women-owned businesses will be a real plus in terms of not only our climate but get, getting our climate under control and beating back uh, climate change in a way that it has to happen. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's. Uh, I would love to see that, right? But you and I both know. First of all, governments evolve. The chance of that happening are slim to none, because governments evolve. The minute government gets evolved, they jack the pooch everywhere. You and I both know that. Secondly, and and again, I'm I'm talking about inflation, the ridiculous prices of everything, the things that you and I are dealing with every day. Trump is headline news because it's salacious it's 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 yeah, yeah that's what you go to right yes i've always taught when i was a salesperson you never sell the steak you sell the sizzle right how many times you've been in a mexican restaurant and goodness me oh what comes out of that mexican restaurant oh that's incredible is that fajitas because you know the sizzling in the crack that's what you sell that's what you sell that's the selling porter Inflation is the day-to-day grind that all of us go through. The four fifty for gas, the five dollars in some places for gas, the five fifty for gas in some places. Right? The the groceries that used to cost you X now cost you Y. That's every day making serious choices about what you're gonna get and what you're not gonna get. And while green energy sounds fantastic, and I spoke to uh, Pete Buttigieg last Thursday, that's right, secretary, he said to call him mayor's secretary uh, last week. And we were talking, and one of the big things said, well, you're going to get tax credits. And I said, tax credits for what? For, for the cars. For, for, for you know, buying a green car, the electric car. I said, yeah, only if the battery's made here. 95% of the batteries aren't made in this country. So what now? Well, we're trying to, you know, encourage manufacturing. Encourage manufacturing? Sounds great. Sounds like a wonderful thing. Except for the fact that you go to set up, where are you going to manufacture some of these places? Right? Where are you thinking about it? Because what happens is when you manufacture here, one of the reasons we manufacture in other places is it's cheaper. It keeps prices low. So you want to manufacture here? That's fantastic. At the same time, you're going to want to make sure that everybody gets X amount of dollars for their wages, health, you know, benefits, insurance, the whole nine yards. Fantastic. Now, all of a sudden, that gets built into the price, and it's going up. 
We had a very good conversation. Maybe I'll play some of that uh, for you tomorrow. But again, very nice, but it's all, I don't want to say it's a pipe dream, but the reality is what the reality is. It isn't all that it's cracked up to be. We spent almost a trillion dollars. Again, it's going to cut this, it's going to cut that. First of all, that'd be great if it does. Secondly, do you really know that? CBO's missed on a lot. And once things are in practice, as a, you know, like uh, get putting out there and we're actually doing it, it always looks a lot different than when they talk about how great it should be on paper. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Of course, uh, we'd be remiss not to talk about the fact that, yes, things are still going on with Trump. What is going to happen? Oh, my Lord. Losing faith in our in our federal law enforcement officers in our justice system and our you know is a is a really serious problem for the country yeah and i think a lot of us have that now do i know that what trump has done or not done i have no idea as i've been pointing out and i've been pointing out since the day this happened so wait a minute these things were so top secret right so so absolutely top secret so ridiculously top secret that you guys had to use the 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 archives records and wait 18 months before you go, like, we should probably get those back. You took boxes in June. And I'm no Trump apologist. I really, you know, if he'd done something wrong, throw him in jail. That's what you got. If you got all the goods on him. But if this is another, and this is my cynicism, if this is another swing at this guy that is going to fall, you know, where, where everybody's taking that swing is going to fall flat on their face, that's not going to endear people to any of our law enforcement when it comes to the federal side of things. We saw what happened to the FISA courts. We've seen what happened over and over again on numerous occasions, especially when it comes to Trump. It has failed. And if this is another one of those things, yeah, I don't think people are going to be thrilled at all. At all. Well, well, is this it? Is there going to be is there going to be something here? Is there going to be is it charges? When are they coming? The former president has not been charged and claims the files were declassified. The FBI seizing 11 sets of classified documents, including one set marked top secret SCI, a classification reserved for some of the nation's most sensitive intelligence. Now, some Republicans are calling on the Justice Department to release more information. Yeah, transparency in this situation is good. This is, first of all, the SCI is supposed to be the the way that uh, there you've inter, you've intercepted certain communications. Okay, so so that's that. How old are these things? Well, he's been out of office for eighteen months. Who knows if that's these things indeed? Then they had special access. So I was explaining to somebody this week what special access. So you have you have secret, right? Right. You have top secret. And then you have special access. Special access is like that backstage pass. And I've had a few of these in, in my life working in radio and, and, and being in a position where I've worked at major stadiums where there's a difference between getting go backstage, right, at a specific time and special access where I can wander anywhere I want, whenever I want. That's totally different. And supposedly that's this. Well, what about, did he, he said he declassified him, did he? I don't know. Do we have proof? I don't know. He says they're declassified. They're declassified. Great article today in the uh, New York Times. I just came out yesterday talking about eh, it's hard to tell. And by the way, so much of what is top secret and who can declassify the president because of his constitutional right can declassify anything. When it comes to other people declassifying stuff, essentially the people that say it's classified or top secret or whatever, they can declassify things. But that's about it. 
and then there's really no chain of super command and the way that things are done. Ah, but don't you feel like the reach in a little bit? I do. Again, I'm no Trump apologist at all. What I am, though, is a person who is, is highly skeptical based on the fact that there's been so much stuff written about this guy. So many people have chased this guy. So many people want this guy gone. And here we are again. Now, if he's, they catch him and he's in a perp walk in the whole nine yards, well, then there you go. And I said it last week, and I'll say it again. If he's done something wrong, legally has broken the law, nobody should be above the law. I think at the end of the day, what they really want from Trump is to go away. I think they want to say, look, we could charge you with these things, or we can dismiss all of this stuff, and you promise us you will not run again, I think is their dream. We'll see. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Hope you are doing well. Ah, Eden Pure. Love it. Somebody wrote me this week and said, I can't believe how amazing these things work. They're incredible. They are. They're the best air purifiers around. You have zero filters to buy. Plug them straight into the wall and just let them go. Let them go. Let them go. And they work uber quiet. Shh. Quiet. Little hint of thunderstorm oxyleaf two thunderstorm that's what they call them and they're incredible and we have three in our house uh we have uh, a couple in my new office because we were originally sharing the office with 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 a group of people because they were getting ready to move out and they weren't the cleanliest kind of folk and so uh now my office smells delicious and i love that and i tell everybody if you got a little snake in your house if you've got some kids that maybe smell litter box those odors that are hard to fight this is what oxaleaf tooth thunderstorms all about they fight the odors they destroy the odors they do not mask odors they kill them dead get your oxaleaf tooth thunderstorm right now save two hundies right and they got the BOGO going on. So you buy one, you get one. You buy one, you get uh, one free. You buy 10, you get 10 free. You buy 100, you get 100 free. It is worth it. It is the BOGO going on right now. So get yours. EdenPureDeals.com. It's your Oxyleaf 2 Thunderstorm, and it is thunderstorming. Destroys odors fast. You know that. I've just told you that. How do you get it? You go to Chad BOGO. That's what you're going to use when you go to EdenPureDeals.com. Chad, B-O-G-O. Buy one, get one. EdenPureDeals.com, Chad Bogo. EdenPureDeals.com, Chad Bogo. It's the Chad Benson Joe. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. I gotta get off this train. It's the second week on top for the Brad Pitt action comedy Bullet Train, earning another $13.1 million. But the bigger news is what the overall box office didn't do. Good morning, aviators. After a summer of high-flying hits like Top Gun, Maverick, and more, moviegoers apparently spent the weekend at home, resulting in the lowest-grossing box office weekend since February. And with few big-budget debuts on the near horizon, pundits don't expect the drought to end soon. Uh, there's a big reason for that. Uh, quite frankly, I think a lot of it has to do with school. Kids going back to school. I think there's a sense that summertime is over. Uh, I I haven't been to a movie in a long time. Like I said, I don't think I've seen. I went to one movie, and that we tried to take Charlie to a movie, and it just didn't work. She was too little. And that's really since coronavirus has started. That was it. And, you know, here we are months and months later. We're not dealing with the coronavirus. Like, at least we're not dealing with the numbers maybe the same. We're just not dealing with it the same way. I still just haven't 
just rolled out and gone to a film. And part of that is just because I'm so busy. I work so much. Spend time with the family is vitally important. But I will say this. This weekend and last weekend, I watched two of the best movies I've seen all year. And I think Kevin Smith, the director of Clerks and many other things over the weekend, he said the same thing I, I, I thought is the movie Prey, P-R-E-Y, which is the... Supposedly, it's the prequel to all of the Predator movies. It's one of the best movies I've seen. And yes, I like action, fun movies. We know that. But it's awesome. And go look at his Rod Tomato score. I think it's got like a, it's the highest rated Predator of all time. I think it's got like a 9.2. It is amazing. Hulu decided to just release it on Hulu. I don't know why. It's awesome. It's incredible. It is. It's incredible. This weekend, I watched Day Shift with uh, Jamie Foxx, which was fun. It's exactly what I want. Like, you know, that's that's it. And uh, uh, it's just, you know, it's a movie that is exactly what it's supposed to be. And this is on Netflix. It's fun. It's fun. It's it's action. It's comedy. It's got Snoop Dogg in it. It's got Dave Franco, James Franco's little brother. It's about Vampire's Day Shift. I was a huge fan of Lost Boys, of Big Trouble in Little China, of of Fright Night, of Evil Dead. And it wasn't necessarily the vampires for me. It was the action, the comedy, and the horror. I was happy to take any of those three. And I thought Zombieland was the last thing that came out that was remotely like this. Yeah, so much fun. So I watched that this weekend. Watched the golf. Will Zaltorsk got his first win. And then last night, I was sitting around, and I was getting ready to just you know shut it down as far as I was doing some work. And I'm like, I just want to rest my brain and uh, i started watching this fool now if you don't know what this fool is it's on hulu and it is uh i think he's one of the executive producers uh but it's a basically uh, it is a family comedy that is very modern set in South Central Los Angeles uh, with a guy who is, uh, his name is Julio. He is hilarious. He works for uh, Hugs, not Thugs. And he helps rehabilitate people who've been in prison who were once gangbangers. And his cousin, Luis, comes out and he's got to live with him. And he's hilarious. If you want to see a show that is funny, and I will say this, uh, not, not for the family, no nudity, but some of the language is a bit coarse. I'll tell you that right now. It is hysterical. And he's codependent. <laughs> and it's the funniest thing. He actually challenges some guys to, to just basically shoot him because he's too codependent. Didn't even know what it was before the day. It is absolutely hilarious. So uh, if you want to watch something funny, uh, take your mind off all the wackiness of this world. 323-538-2423. At Chad Vincent Show is your Twitter. Solid fun show as usual. You guys have a blessed rest of your day. We'll do it again tomorrow as always. Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.